Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Motocross Training Podcast. Joel Youngkins here. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about the best cardio piece of equipment that you should be training with. Now, if you've been following me for like some time and either have trained with me or just listen to some of my podcasts, you'll instantly know that um, really whatever you have available to you is the best piece of equipment to perform your conditioning with. Um, training, especially when it comes to like training for a sport, it really just kind of comes down to when, it, when you're talking about equipment, it's sort of a wrong what you brung type of mentality. At least that's what it should be. Um, for sport preparation, there's really no magical piece of equipment that you absolutely need. As long as you got something to improve the fitness qualities that you're after and you can get the job done, it's really the end result that's more important than what the actual, you know, mechanism piece of equipment is. It's just a tool in the toolbox, um, you know, for, for everybody that's kind of listened to these episodes, um, kind of repeat myself with that, but it's very true and I'll keep saying it probably till the end of my coaching career. But I always get these questions, and today I am going to actually give you some sort of um, what could be a very good option to a piece of cardio equipment that you may find useful that I think is heavily underrated, um, something you, you can get a lot out of it, and really anybody can use it. Um, so I usually get these questions, like, you know, people ask me, what do I think about the concept, bro, or... Um, you know, or people just say things like, I think swimming is really the best workout you can do, or, you know, should I be running? You know, should I be cycling? What, you know, I get all kinds of questions like that. So it's all over the board. Um, and as you know, by now, like whatever, whatever your preferred choice is, whatever, whatever you have options to, that's the best. But I think a very underrated conditioning tool that's used especially in motocross is definitely we use them a lot in my place in my facility in my training um is the sled or what i have is called a prowler um the prowler is just what the company that i use elite fitness um it's a sled that you can you pretty much you push with uh handles and you could pull it but the the sled the sled you can either use as a push or a pull. So that's kind of one of those things where why it's also an awesome tool because you can kind of do either or. Um, I have a dragging sled just that we use for pulling it across the turf. And then the prowler is just a, another sled that you essentially just push. Um, but either or, whether it's something you, you pull or you push, um, this piece of equipment is very cheap, um, but it gets the job done. Like some cardio... A lot of good cardio equipment is very expensive. Like you're getting into the hundreds and thousands really quick um, to get a good piece of cardio equipment. You already know this if you shopped around for it. And so, you know, when we're talking about sleds and, and things like that to be pushed. I mean, we're talking like maybe a couple hundred bucks. And then you just need a few plates, some weights to throw on it, a uh, belt to drag it. And just you're off and running and you have a really simple tool that's going to do a lot for your aerobic fitness um, to help you become a better racer. So 
again, what are some of the upsides of using a sled or a prowler? Um, again, a prowler is not as I refer to it as a prowler because that's just the brand of it. But um, any brand's good as long as you have something to push or to pull or both. Um, but they're cheap, like I said, very cost effective. Anybody can. Um, if you have enough money to go racing, you should definitely have enough money to afford a, a sled <laughs> to push around. Um, a couple hundred bucks get you set up, you know, get you started. It's and they, they last forever. Like they, you can't break them. If you can break one, then you got the cheapest sled possible. Um, you know, from some generic store, but, um, they're gonna last you forever. As long as they uh, you know, don't rust or don't get crushed by something else, you're good to go. So, um, Also, when it comes to training, uh, they're very good for like time-effective reasons. Like, you know, we talked about cycling um, a couple episodes ago, and one of the downsides is with cycling, it, to get a good training effect, you have to put in a lot of time on the bikes. Um, using a sled or whether you're pushing it or pulling it, I mean, you can get really good um, aerobic adaptations done within 10 to 20 minutes, just a couple times a week. Um, I've heard many of stories and I've even witnessed it myself. I've had people, I've had pro racers literally only just use um, the sleds at my place and they've been good for like, they've thought they were like the strongest they've ever been. And I should say like the most fit, like that's like the first time they were able, ever able to go 30 minutes on a pro outdoor track for, you know, as hard as they could. And, um, that was even being compared to like doing some cycling and running in the past. So really good. You get a ton of, um, bang for your buck as far as the cost, the, the time that it takes to get like a good training effect out of it. If you're doing things right. Um, and then also they're very versatile. So like, like I've been saying, you can either push a sled, you can pull it, um, and there's a lot of things in between that you could do with them. You can even do like different, like rowing exercises with it. You can hook up attachments like to your feet and do certain type of like, um, hip mobility drills. I mean, it's really endless. Like there's a million crazy things to do with a, a sled, especially if you're dragging it, like you can walk sideways, backwards, forward, um, uh, really it's kind of an endless, an endless amount of things you could do that makes them versatile, which is why I really like sleds and prowlers a lot. Um, you can use it more for endurance purposes. Like you can build up your just overall general endurance. If you want to use them to be a little more aggressive with them, you can get into some more higher heart rate work and really focus on aerobic power, the strength of your heart. And a lot of people might be surprised by this, especially if you've done some sled and you've done sled work in the past and you've thought it's been torturous. Um, you can also use them as very, very beneficial recovery tools. Um, so again, they're cheap. They're very versatile. They saves you a lot of time. Um, is it the best thing? Do you absolutely need to go have a go buy a sled right now? No, you absolutely don't. But it's just something that I wanted to share with you today that, hey, maybe if you have the opportunity to to use one at your gym, maybe it's you could start using it. Or if you want to buy one, you have some, um, you know, an area to at your house or wherever it is that you train um, to start implementing that into your program or you just 
are bored with whatever you're doing and you, you want a new tool to tool to train with i mean we're all humans i, I get it might be something you want to look into um there are a couple of downsides to be uh, aware of before um hopping in and doing some sled work just some little considerations nothing too crazy but just some things you should know um it's usually best when you have a sled like you're going to need some space to uh to do your sled work um you know like if you just train like in like one like like in one small room in your house might be a little difficult you're not gonna be able to go very far you're gonna have to keep turning around every couple steps so you know if you may want to account for having um you know either an area of that you know kind of have mapped out to do the sled work um, whatever that looks like, you're just going to need some space to drag it. I mean, for just a general reference point, um, I have turf in my facility that is about 75 feet. So that's plenty of space for us to get a lot of good sled work in. So if you have something like that, you, it could, I've done it in less space too. Um, you don't need even that much to get a good sled work in. So um, Also, you need a decent surface. One for when you're pushing it or pulling it, you don't want to be like slipping on gravel or anything like that. But also, what you want to be considering of is the 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 ground contact, um, which is I guess in physics you would call the coefficient of friction. Um, that's something you don't want to account for because if it's something that where the sled's like sliding really fast across some surface, uh, you're gonna to want to weight it up a little bit more if you're on something a little bit more. Um, aggressive like blacktop or something like that um, it's going to have you know more friction so you're going to want to account for like what the surface is that you're pushing or pulling it on and really lastly like if you have a lower body injury um, probably not the best tool the most versatile tool to use at that point uh, unless you can like sit in a chair and just use it as like you can hook a rope up to a, a sled and and pull it with your upper body but um there's different things like that you could do but um <clears throat> you that will really limit your use of uh you know how much you could use a sled so those are really just some of the three little downsides and not a lot but again for like what the price is what the training effect you can get out of a sled and honestly how much time it may save you especially if you're someone with a busy schedule or you just don't want to train that long um this just it could be a really good option a really good addition to your training program do you need one absolutely not but if you have one cool figure you know implement it into your program and you can get a lot of use out of it so hopefully this helps and um, if you have any questions let me know um as always you know, go to my website, jytraining.com for uh, more information and we will talk soon. Later.